0: It's also an exciting time in cricket with the uh, Women's Premier League getting underway for the second season. It's a chance for a lot of the Australians to make their way over to India to participate in it once more. There's 13 Australians who will be in action. And Lisa Stalaka is part of one of the teams, the IP Warriors, who will feature. And she'll be good enough to join us on Summer Grandstand. Lisa, welcome. Thanks so much for your time. Uh, paint the picture of what it looks like, the backdrop heading in to the second edition of the WPL.
1: Yeah, look, it's, um, it's really exciting. Simply because um, the first Women's Premier League was literally kind of thrown together, and a lot of players were coming from a World Cup uh, where there's been this time um, ample lead time. Um, teams have been able to kind of meet, you know, 10 days in advance. Uh, and then the fact that you know, the Indian local players had a chance to see what the standard was like, what the expectations were like, what it was like to play in front of 30,000, 40,000 people and how that affected them. So no doubt all of those players will be better off for that experience. And I can certainly see in the UP Warriors, um, those players have improved so much. So I'm I'm excited to see what they can do on the stage.
0: So we have uh, 14 Australians who are scheduled to take place in the Women's Premier League. It's now 13, unfortunately, because Lauren Cheadle with her her skin cancer has had to withdraw from the tournament, but it's been a pretty hectic schedule. You think of a lot of the Australian players who finished up their their test match in Perth, jumped on the plane and headed over to India. So I'm guessing there hasn't been a whole heap of lead up time before the opening set of matches.
1: Yeah, not for the Aussie girls, but I think they've probably played a fair bit of cricket anyway. (laughs) Um, Uh, So I I think from from a skills point of view and a workload point of view, I think they're okay. Uh, It's all about, to be honest, gelling as a group. Um, And we're fortunate here with the UP Warriors. We've kept a a huge chunk of a core group from last year. So um, it was great to see everyone slowly kind of filter back in and everyone with smiles on their dials when they they saw a new member or um, Elisa Healy was our last one that came in and everyone was so happy to see her. So, Um, yeah, look, we've always wanted women's cricket um, to be played frequently and the players to be able to earn a living from it. And and they've got that now. And with that, unfortunately, comes quick turnarounds and and off to the next tournament or series. And um, the Australian girls actually at the end of WPL, um, they all go to Bangladesh for a series as well. So they've still got another, you know, six to seven weeks of, full-on cricket before they get their break
0: and obviously it's becoming a challenge in terms of the international window we've seen a few of the players from england have decided not to feature in this year's event england captain heather knight pulled out lauren bell as well from a fast bowling point of view while on the other side of things nat Zipper brunt has opted to stay with uh, the wpl and she will join the england camp a little bit later but i guess you then have the complication that someone like the england coach john lewis is also involved so there's challenges left right and center
1: yeah there is um Unfortunately, you know, the future tours program had uh, already been put out, uh, you know, before WPL kind of locked in this window. So, yeah, unfortunately, there is kind of a a little bit of an overlap. So um, some players have have chosen um, to make sure that they get themselves ready for international cricket and other players um, have decided that, uh, you know, they want to kind of work with the franchise. And and the thing is for England as well, they've got this series against them where they play five T20s and three ODIs, but then they play them again in their summer of five T20s and three ODIs. So that's a lot of cricket against the same opposition. So, you, may, you know, maybe someone like a Sophie Eccleston and Nat siver Brunt. Um, and Danny Wyatt have decided you know we'll meet them we'll meet them in the shorter format over in England anyway.
0: The voice of Lisa Suleka with you on Summer Grandstand she's coaching with the UP Warriors in the Women's Premier League so how does it compare in its second edition to something like the Big Bash here in Australia? Uh,
1: Look it's very different to WBBL in the sense that um, there is so many commitments that the players have to do like each day there's um there's sponsorship content uh, the digital team needs certain things and and also um the UP worries we're creating a documentary so there's there's cameras everywhere um I Social get media stars all, yeah. <laughs> I get mic'd up all the time I've kind of jokingly said well I'm gonna swear as much as I possibly can <laughs> so that means you can't can't get me in there um but uh yeah so it's 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 a it's a completely different beast. Um, uh, and it, I think it was exciting to see the players, because I'd seen it maybe from an IPL point of view, maybe from more from afar as a commentator than being involved. But, um, yeah, the players were like, wow, is this what it's like? And I'm like, yep, you know, it's full on, everybody wants, wants you, everyone wants to get some moments with you, everyone wants to take a snap with you. So, uh, the players that have to learn to kind of cope with that situation and, and be able to kind of juggle it. Um, but, look, it's exciting and it's new and it's shiny, so everyone jumps in, which is great to see.
0: So for listeners who are not fully across it, there's five teams in the, the Women's Premier League for 2024. As we mentioned, there's 13 Australians who will be in action. And, Lisa, I guess we're probably all curious about <laughs> Annabelle Sutherland, who arrives in just red-hot form, having signed for 364000 with the Delhi Capitals, but she comes with a, a double century and five wickets in the Test match against South Africa. So while it's a different format, she comes with a whole heap of confidence, and now it's just whether she can stand up with a lot of Expectation at a heavy price tag on her name.
1: Yeah, and we're seeing in the men's IPL those that have the, the the big price tag. There's there's extra pressure, right? Everyone's looking at you. You're worth this much, which is something really unique to the women's game. Um, she you she played an unbelievable innings um, over in Perth, extreme heat conditions. Her ability mentally to switch on and switch off, and but her game suited the pitch in those conditions she hits wonderful drives straight down the ground. Um, and, and she really flourished and she's a type of player like Elise Perry that just loves to bat. So test cricket is her format. Um, I'm going to, I'll you know from an Australian point of view I'm interested to see how she um how she goes um I hope from a UP Warriors side that she fails every time she meets <laughs> us and then she can score plenty of runs against everyone else and take wickets
0: So you've sort of answered my question that uh, all of a sudden country lines when it, there's team lines involved so you have Alisa Healy with you at the UP Warriors you've got Grace Harris and Talia McGrath so from a, a local point of view um, how do you feel like those guys have uh, settled into arriving in India and, and ready to go for the first match
1: yeah, um, look, I think um, probably Elisa and Talia are a little bit tired and exhausted, but the thing is once these these girls and athletes in general, once you get them out on the field, the competitive juices start to flow. So it doesn't matter how exhausted you are. <laughs> you you always find a little bit more um, in the tank. Um, Grace Harris uh, has come in fresh, hot, dancing, learning Hindi, um <laughs> dancing in the bus trying to learn the moves um she's been great and you know she was a real star last year on the field but more so off the field the the Indian players loved her because you know there's no filter with her what you see is what you get and they they love that aspect and um you know she she's hitting the ball really well like oh there's some players where you just go, I do not know how you hit that ball that far. And <clears throat> we know in Chinaswamy Stadium, the ball flies around a lot. And I hope that we see plenty of balls um, flying deep into the stands, regardless of what which team they are. I think it will be a great spectacle for the game.
0: We know the Mumbai Indians are the defending champions. We got to see a lot of Hayley Matthews when she was out in Australia. It's no surprise. She was the, the leading wicket taker of the, the Women's Premier League last year. In your eyes, are they the team everyone's chasing this year again?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got the title, so everyone wants to try and take it off them. Um, yeah, and they've kept a, a good core group of players as well and they've they've bolstered their fast bowling stocks. Shabnam Ismail, who was part of us, um, heads over there. Uh, so, look, it, it, they are the side to beat, but... Um, I think what I'm I'm most looking forward to is some some young Indian talent who have had some opportunities now at an international level against England and Australia back end of last year. You know, do they stand out in this Women's Premier League? Um, last year, the Indian players, even the senior players, didn't really – I think Harman Preet Kaur was the only one that really stood up um, from a batting point of view, um, but the rest was all kind of – dominated by the overseas players. So um, I'd, I'd expect a lot more Indian players to be fighting in that. Um, we call it the orange cap and the purple cap. So the leading run scorer and the leading wicket taker uh, fighting for that.
0: And we spoke about Annabelle Sutherland. Unfortunately for the Giants, uh, Kashvir Gaddam has been ruled out. She was the most expensive uncapped player who was picked up at the at the auction. So it can be life-changing for so many of these Indian players.
1: Yeah, it can. Um, you know, we had a player last year who was originally from the slums. So, um, yeah, it is massively life-changing. We've seen that in the men's IPL; um, it transforms not only that that individual but their family. Um, so it's exciting to see, and and no doubt the commentators, as they're discussing the tactics, will also bring bring to light some of those wonderful stories uh, of these players and and the hardship they've they've had to to get where they are. So. Um, that, that's another great element of coming over here and, and playing cricket and having this tournament tournament as well is giving these players a, a huge opportunity to learn from the best and, and, and mix with some of the best internationals, but also to, to change their life financially.
0: The other player of interest is, is Meg Lanning, who's featuring for the, the Delhi Capitals. So having retired from international cricket, we saw her churn-out runs for Victoria in the WNCL, but uh, an opportunity for her to really play a pivotal role here for the, the Delhi Capitals as well with her Melbourne Stars coach.
1: Yeah, I'm sure she's uh, chomping at the bit, you know. <laughs> um, someone of that calibre is you know, still kind of playing. Uh, I think she'll revel in the opportunity, right, I've got, you know, three and a half, four weeks to to really enjoy my cricket Play some 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 great cricket, but then also get Delhi across the line. They were in the final, so can they go one better? Um, and then she can kick back and relax again.
0: As we let you go, Lisa, we're also paying tribute to Karen Ty, who announced her retirement at the start of the week. A pioneer <laughs> when it comes to sports broadcasting, and she's played such a pivotal role here on ABC Radio. Um, any re- recollections of uh, of chatting with Kaz?
1: Yeah, like way back when um, when I was a young <laughs> whippersnipper snipper and. Um, <laughs> you know, going around the grounds. I think uh, actually some of my first opportunities of broadcasting was with ABC Grandstand and I'd be um, at North Sydney Oval uh, watching a Marsh Cup or, you know, a domestic one-day game and she'd come to me and, and I think it was either Jim or someone else and would give, the, give her the update of what's going on in the game. So, um, you know, she she really was a pioneer and, you know, I'm fortunate enough to, to be able to, to be in broadcast now, but it wouldn't have been the case if it wasn't people like her um, leading the way
0: yeah beautifully said at least it's like a good luck to the Warriors in the second edition of the Women's Premier League thanks as always for your time
1: no worries thanks Matt